Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome into DC On Screen. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Today we're going to get super spoilery on Supergirl 217, Distant Sun. To recap, the DEO discovers there's a bounty on Supergirl. She and Monel try to make it right with Monel's parents, but instead Monel has to give up something in exchange for Supergirl's safety. Wynn fixes that portal from the other Kevin Smith episode, and the team boards the Daxamite ship to retrieve Monel. Laura agrees to let Monel return to Earth in peace. Rhea feels betrayed and kills him, declaring war on Earth. Meanwhile, Alex and Maggie get a little closer after meeting Maggie's ex. Um, I think this was a better Supergirl episode than what we've gotten in the last few weeks. I agree. I wouldn't call it good. No, it's definitely back on the right track, though. Supergirl is Supergirl again. She talked like Supergirl. She did. I, I mean, I my last note was like, oh, thank God she's back. Even when she was like fake pro wrestling punching that alien at the yeah. beginning, and yeah. <laughs> it looked bad. <laughs> oh man, it looked like a Power Rangers villain. It was so bad. Yeah, it was real bad. And I've been especially in tune with Power Ranger villains lately because I've, <laughs> yeah. been, been, I've been watching some Power Rangers stuff. But didn't it, is it was it like the first thing that came to mind for you, Power Rangers villain? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I thought Master Vile was gonna pop out. <laughs> it looked rough, man. I mean, that was that that was the low point, I think, on Supergirl's graphics. I was like, was this guy sent by uh, the Clock King? What's or I don't what, know. What was the, what was that guy's name? Never mind. Oh, you know, you know what that was? That was the Geomancer of graphics. Mm. Graphical Geomancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, <laughs> I was a little sad that this was the Kevin Smith episode. It wasn't as good as I was hoping it was gonna be, but I was pretty um, pleased. I mean, um, like, like, like that's what we've been kind of griping about, though. Is it hadn't felt like the right the same show in in a while, and um, they fi- I felt like they finally got back on track, though. Yeah, I don't necessarily need it to feel like the same show, just as long as it's the same characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I really meant. Yeah, they yeah. hadn't the the people hadn't been acting like themselves in in a while. I mean, I, I guess mm. everybody else. I don't know. Ma- mainly, it was just Kara, and she's uh, she's finally back. She's finally hopeful. But how does she still have money? I'm I'm pretty sure she works for the DEO. We've talked about this. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm just I, I keep thinking like paychecks. No, I don't know. I just mm-mm. I need her to but go back to work. I, I I don't. I mean, I think the character will need to go back to work because that's who the character is. But yeah. Well, I think the next um, episode is actually called like Ace Reporter or something. So ah, uh, I'm just you know. Uh, it, the money issue is fine with me because I mean they're all, they actually have to go report to HR if they're in. Yeah, know, I mean you made some fine points. It's just still it's yeah, just still a, a, a giant loft. I don't know. <laughs> it's just still it's just still weird. Eh, they work for the government. They fight aliens. That's fine. I would pay the crap out of people that fought aliens for me, but you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I was bothered by a few things. I was um I'm bothered by Kara, and I understand that she's hopeful and she's optimistic, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm a little bothered by 
even like after season one, after seeing like the kind of person her own mother turned out to be to some degree. Yeah. And then now with Lillian Luther seeing how she, she's still like, but you're a mother. Blah. I'm like, Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Like clearly this woman is, is, is insane mm-hmm. <laughs> or selfish at the very least. Right. Incredibly selfish. I did like the, the bit about the helicopter parenting. That was fun. <laughs> Yeah, I, there was actually a couple funny lines in there, like, um, oh yeah, Monel again with that, like, I'm a mixologist. It is an artistic profession. <laughs> I, did, I didn't write down the rest of it, but it was it was a funny defense. Yeah, I like the. Uh, this is a very unpalatable. Well, that's a very culinary culinary way to put it. I cook, I cook now. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much everything with the Romeo and Juliet uh, like ongoing bit was pretty funny. You really got to finish that story, you know? Yeah, that was fun. Um. You know, the Monel versus Kara fight was a little off-putting, because I kept thinking, like, just float above him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hated um, a psychic guy saying, come at me, bro. That was lame. Oh, no, that was one of those unintentional laughs, where I'm pretty sure I wasn't supposed to laugh at the camera work when they were doing their little psychic yeah. battle, but I did. Yeah. It was like the, yeah. the, zoom in. Zoom into the other one. Now zoom into the other one. Now zoom in more. Everyone just also, if that looked dude like was they were power- contemplating Sudoku. They went out of their way to say that that guy was a powerful telepath. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like he should have known that uh, that that was a stapler at his back. Yeah, <laughs> I think Wynn pointed that out. <laughs> I think Wynn did stop to, to to mention that at least. Um, yeah, man. So, what about the uh, the parents? What do you think? Um, Kevin Sorbo actually kind of pulled it out this episode, huh? I thought so. Um, now, I, I was actually a little pleased that uh, overall the quality of their dialogue went up a little bit. Uh, I mean, straight from the bar scene mm. to, to even the, the last scene, I thought they uh, they finally got like half believable words put in their mouth. A little bit. I'm not saying, I'm saying half believable. Like this this, this, this comes qualified. Mm. I'll just take your word for it because I didn't believe this dialogue any more than I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> it I was going to say a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I. It felt a little, mu- little more like something that someone might actually use their mouth to say, just yeah. slightly, just slightly more. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I just, agree, though, I just though. always hear Orson Welles. It's coarse on the ears. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, dude, I, it, I thought Sorbo was fine. Apparently, he apparently we're done with him though. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, I knew she was gonna kill. You him. knew she was gonna kill him, right? I mean, I knew it. I'm pretty sure she used the same arrow that or, I mean the same um the same like knife design <laughs> from Arrow this week the uh the the one that Prometheus used on uh, Mrs. Chase ah uh, yes yeah it's a popular scene these days I don't know it probably wasn't the same yeah I know I hope not <laughs> I really do but you know who cares that yeah, would right. be kind of funny if they're like ah we're out of props hand me that. What is this? I don't know. Looks like it could be used for some stabbing. This looks like a spouse stabber. <laughs> they totally went out of the way to show us that Legion ring. Yeah. Yep. Not, not hating on that. No. It's a nice it's a nice little uh, send up, I guess. Now, the the big problem for me, like, the, the episode worked for the most part. You had all this, uh, you know, Supergirl finally saying, like, we need to fight to make peace and you know, kindness in your heart and all that. I'm like, oh, she's back. This is, fa- this is refreshing. Um... And even later, like Benoist actually did a pretty good job with this. Uh, when when she comes back and she's hurt, and they're you know she's like he's up there because of me. I, it was a little bit of a weak line to be honest, but I thought she did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I only had two real problems. One was like 
nothing wrong with with Maggie or Alex's performances here. Um, but everything Alex did is like the weirdest possible, like the most awkward freshman level. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I I, I just I couldn't believe. I just, it was it was so unbelievable that a girl of her intelligence would think that was a good idea. Yeah, but she has like virtually no relationship intelligence. I, I know. I, I mean, I'm I'm willing to buy that, but it still stood out as like you don't know. You don't don't invite her. You don't need the third wheel at the dinner. I mean, oh yeah, no, that's awful. Don't invite her to dinner. That was just weird. Well, okay. Al, to be fair, Alex did not do it. Alex talked to Maggie about it, and Maggie did it. Yeah, I know. Because but Alex wanted to show Maggie how quote cool she is. I, I know. And okay, <sighs> but just that's not a thing real people do. Um, or maybe no. maybe they are. I don't know. I'm not real people. It, it, I, I mean, as far as I know, real people talk shit about their exes and make the the person they're with currently say, I don't ever want to talk to that person. Yeah. So then when you run into each other, like, okay, well, bye. Okay, God, she was crazy. I know, right? <laughs> I don't think I have, I don't really think I have any exes I'd invite to dinner. No. It's uh, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of my history is it's over for a reason. Um, right. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's just inviting, like, your your, your girlfriend's ex over. Okay, it's just, it was just a weird move. I just, just an awkward thing that I didn't think people really did. So it was out, it was stood out. And then, you know, later, like, you don't go confront the ex over something that's, yeah. that's weird. Like, that was just, what are you doing? And then, like, it, when all this actually worked out, I, I thought, like, no, no, she does not get, no. Meddling is not supposed to work out that well. Like, that, yeah. that ended up being my takeaway. I was like, this is BS. Well, you know, it works out pretty well when it turns out like the other person was a cheater. So, I, I mean, <laughs> then all just, of a it, sudden it's like, well, I mean, I really can't throw stones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, now the only thing I liked about that was um, when it came down to her having a conversation with, uh, with with Maggie when she confronts her about the cheating in the past. She doesn't make it about mm-hmm. the cheating in the past. She makes it about like her not wanting to, you know, share stuff in the present. Yeah. And, she, and she doesn't like this extremely mature, like a therapist would have written this dialogue. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I just I was watching the whole thing and thinking like, man, that is just really well planned. That was it's the most mature decision I've seen Alex make in the entire show. Yeah. No, I want to see these people actually at like you know couples that I hear like not you know my relationship isn't this bad, but I always hear things like you know people screaming at each other across the hall, you know, in the uh, in the other apartment, you know. It's always like cheater, wife beater. You know, <laughs> yeah. people are calling the cops. I mean, like, I, it's happened. I've, I've, I've looked out in my neighborhood and seen people standing in the streets yelling at a doorframe. Right. I don't know ever what. No. I mean, I mean I, it's always, you know, somewhat, uh, it's, it's always, you know, somewhat uh, incomprehensible. Like you can't like, oh God, what could they possibly be talking about? <laughs> and then I watched Supergirl. And then I watched Supergirl and Maggie and Alex did some stuff this week. And I'm like, that was the reason. Oh. That right there. Because people make really poor decisions. It was that. It was, she went and talked to her ex and then she didn't tell her that she was a cheater. Okay. That. Yeah. They handled it way better. (laughs) Yep. I don't know. I mean, I've actually gotten to the point with, uh, you know, (laughs) I've, I've kind of, thankfully I've started to forget how easy it is to, to get in a loud argument like that. Because, like, personally, I mean, the, the me and my wife, we've been dating on and off for, like, 16 years. We've yelled at about, we've, we, I've been yelled at for about everything there is to be yelled at. Like, we're, we've had most of these arguments. Yeah. I, and I, I, I try not to get in trouble too often. So, it's, it started to seem foreign to me when people make mistakes of that caliber. Like, why would you do that, Alex? No. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like the relationship uh, equivalent of the the old Dave Chappelle joke. Don't do that. That's five to ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want that voice in your head to, to just yell every now and then, stop what you're doing right now. Anyway. Yeah. You know, Bethany has that. She she pulls it from the um, from that Scrubs episode. She just has, like, the fat opera guy on her head going, mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a Dana Gould joke too, actually. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> um, You've been on a real comedy kick, and I somehow have as well because of it. I think <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. It's just, well, I don't know. I, no I think I may have started you on it with some of the Marin Dana Carvey stuff. Yeah, that know. was pretty much what happened. It's your yeah. fault. It's your fault. I've laughed for two straight weeks now. Yeah. <sighs> so now we're it's just terrible. we're we're just uh, you know what's what's the old christian saying iron sharpening iron mm-hmm. we're just doing that mm-hmm. with me and you with comedy now there you go like we're just getting each other to listen to other things yeah which oh my gosh by the way tuesday louis ck drops a new special on netflix and i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> okay if anyone's still listening to supergirl you just got some very useful news yeah anyway <laughs> i only had let me let me point out one problem with the episode real quick uh-huh and i'm i'm done it was a it was, a, it was an enjoyable episode i thought the alex maggie thing was weird but they wrapped it up well Sure. Uh, car is back. Lovely line from uh, Monel where they he says like uh, you believe that people can change and give them a chance to do it. I thought yes, yes, that's the character I love. Thank you. We're back. All right. Mm-hmm. But was shooting the window on the spaceship really the best thing Monel could come up with right then? Well, uh, at first I thought no, shoot your mom, shoot her. I shoot I thought her. he was gonna have to shoot his mom, and I still say that's the play. Yeah. Not almost sacrifice sacrifice that poor manservant. Yeah, who gets stabbed while he's going into space? <laughs> like, blah. Poor bastard doesn't have a chance. No. Um. <laughs> what you get for being an underfoot figure? <laughs> I just thought like risking so all of them flying out into the vacuum of space seemed yeah seemed a, little, a little a little much. It just seemed like they're. I was hoping you'd be like, no, this is a, there's an absolutely perfect reason that was. It was just a little much, though, wasn't it? You know what? What would have been perfect is uh, if, and it would have fit with Monel's character if Kara would have been like, by the way, what were you thinking, shooting that window out? And he kind of just stares and goes, uh, "Supergirl will save me." Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would have been because she totally would have. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but still. Come on. I thought it was stupid she was there in the first place, since the whole point was that she shouldn't be going. Yeah, there. I mean, I thought it was a... I mean, you knew she was going to send in um, uh, John, and that, that was a perfectly yeah. good play, but, you sure. know. Anyway. Um, and then the, we finally saw the uh, the transformation of the president. Which I felt was unnecessary. We already know she's an alien. They didn't They didn't just have to show you there at the end? Yeah, they, they just did the same bit. They just like, oh, here's here she is in a little more light. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, Here's cool. Here's her looking like so, a snake person. Is she going to do something that kind of tells us what her her motives are? Nope, she's just gonna grin in a really bad CG fashion, and we'll be go, we'll be gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep, that's what happened. Um, and no, no you know, I don't even know what to take away from from her motives yeah. on this episode. Don't even know how to speculate it. But I've got like, like three or four weeks to figure out. I feel like they're setting up a villain for season three, really. Maybe. And that'd be cool. I mean, I could hang out with Linda Carter for a season. I don't know. <laughs> Supergirl versus the president. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 
It it already feels like it's not a thing I want to see. It is can't get behind that. Okay. I kind of feel like it's not. Like they're going to have to pull some some amazing tricks out if they're going to they're going to win me over on that one, I think. I got you. Um I you know, he you know, Monel made breakfast for her and she's like, "You've changed." And I'm like, "Oh, really? He made breakfast." It was a solid breakfast. It was a solid breakfast, but that doesn't mean he's changed. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's like Suddenly the perfect guy now. Yeah. Right. And then later on, she's like, well, you changed. And I'm like, he made breakfast. <laughs> well, he did, like, sacrifice his existence on Earth for her. Or he was he was going to. I mean, let's be fair. That's that's solid. He would have done that anyway. Yeah, maybe. Oh, and I'm probably the only one that's, that's, like, expressed a huge sigh of relief when I saw that the portal had been fixed. Because I specifically... <laughs> When they broke that, well, like when she heat visioned that thing a few weeks ago, I was like, "No, there's so much technology there." Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm glad when uh, found that and scrapped it. Speaking of when, I loved, I loved his the way he looked at uh, Monel and goes, oh, "You finally saw Star Wars." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I've been waiting to talk with you about that. Wow. So yeah, uh, better than the last few weeks. It's on an upward trend, I would say. Yeah, Supergirl. I think I think we're gonna enjoy the the last half. We'll have to wait a minute. Uh, currently, it's next episode is for April twenty fourth. Mhm. Yep, we're about to go on a break. CW is going away for a little while, kids. All right. Well, I think that's all I have to talk about with uh, Supergirl. Yep. Uh, we're gonna be coming back and talking about the Flash three eighteen Abracadabra. We are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you listen. Wherever anybody listens or can listen. Unless it's kind of a weird gardening podcatcher. I don't think they're that specific, thank goodness. I actually think they are. They, I've found some. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Yeah. It's weird. All right. Um, <laughs> we're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. For all the cool shows over there, uh, Booze and Phasers and uh, Blazing Defender Report, and Panel by Panel and Breaking the Panel and Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Anyway. Botched. Botched, yeah. There's a Pokemon going now, in case anyone wants there's to. A, there's, there is a Pokemon going. <laughs> for, anyone still, for anyone who's still Pokemon going. The network is growing by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. One nerdy topic at a time. Than a locomotive. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we'll be right back. Keep some DC on your screen, guys. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.